0: get right to David Dietz, Managing Principal and Senior Portfolio Strategist at PPAC Private Wealth Management. David, thanks so much for being with us. Glad you're here. So what's your assessment of what the market is doing these days? How are you feeling?
1: Well, so it is a very difficult time to be a bull here on Wall Street because you got these two maxims staring you in the face. Don't fight the Fed and don't fight the tape. And of course we know the tape has been so bad that Small cap and Nasdaq investors have given up all their gains from last year. We started today back in 2020 levels, down 23% from our highs. And meanwhile, you have a Federal Reserve who's rolling up their sleeves to have a 50 basis point hike probably announced next week and continuing on through the rest of the year, uh, several hundred basis points of hikes, perhaps. And so that's making things very difficult. At the same time, of course, you've got that 10-year Treasury yield has almost doubled. It started at 1.5%, close to 3%. Now it's backed off a little bit. And, of course, stocks have come back. That uh, uh, P.E. on the market has gone from about 21 to 18. But in order for us to get back into sync, we want that yield to come down a little bit in a 10-year. Or stocks have to pull back a little bit. That's painful. Or earnings, which so far this quarter have been reported very well, need to keep growing. So those are the things we're watching for.
0: Yeah, and so when you want to see a turnaround, I mean, you have seen yields coming down a little bit. Did that surprise you?
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's where we've got this uh, tug of war between inflationary concerns, the economy getting too hot, prices spiraling out of control, and some now slowing growth and recessionary c- concerns growing in. I think that's why uh, those interest rates came back down a little bit. So for me, Nicole, let's look at the number being reported on Friday for the core personal consumption expenditure index. You know, that's the Fed's preferred gauge of a measure of inflation. We're looking for 5.3%. It was 5.4% last month. If it comes in at 5.3% or lower, I think people could start to say, hey, maybe we're past peak inflation. And maybe the Fed, although they'll probably do that 50 basis points, might give us an olive branch in terms of saying, hey, we recognize there's some slowing in growth. Inflation isn't quite as bad as it looked just like 60 days ago. That could really help the market get its footing again.
0: Right. You have a few names that you're watching here. Tell me, uh, I see AMAT on here and a few others, names you like.
1: So sometimes, you know, we know these technology stocks, they're in a bear market. You, yesterday, only two out of the 100 stocks in NASDAQ 100 were up. So we've been going through them, rolling up our sleeves to see what are the best franchises, but we're getting them in a bargain. One we really like here is applied materials, so-called AMAT. So we know the semiconductors have been hit hard. There's a real disconnect because there's been supply shortages. The demand is there, but there's been supply hijinks, particularly in uh, China because of uh, the COVID-19 lockdowns. So applied materials actually makes the equipment that makes chips. So they have strong relationships with all the chip makers, no matter what type you're looking for, whether it's a commodity type or something more sophisticated. Um, They've got an embedded workforce across the globe working directly with these chip uh, manufacturers and buyers. Um, The stock was... Uh, about 180 or uh, is down about one third. So we think this is a nice area to get into. They've weathered these downturns before. I don't know whether it's next month or 12 months from now, but that stock will rebound as the economic strength rebounds and people come back to the, to the technology area.
0: Ah, okay. And from technology, we'll go right to the world of streaming, the world of television and film. We're looking at Warner Brothers' discovery. Um, This is a name you like, it is at a 52 week low, tell me about it.
1: So you've got an amalgamation between two strong content brands. You've got Warner Brothers, which was embedded in AT&T, and then, of course, you had the standalone Discovery Communications. So basically, Warner Brothers merged with Discovery, and so automatically, you have a company that has about 100 million subscribers, close to $50 billion uh, market cap, with all sorts of great brands, from Discovery to TBS, to Harry Potter, um, Cinemark, and so forth. It goes on and on. And I think right now, people are still trying to figure out, what's this thing worth? Because all these shares now have come back onto the market that were distributed from AT&T. A lot of people are taking and say, well, I like my AT&T. I like my dividend. I don't know what this is. Get rid of it. So I think there's a lot of downward pressure. And of course, it's also been under pressure by Netflix. They report disappointing results. But I think a lot of the issues for Netflix were Netflix specific. So it dragged down the rest of the players. We like Warner Brothers Discovery here as as a nice rebounder when streaming and media gets back on its feet.
0: Understood. Understood. And last but not least, another name at a 52-week low, and that is State Street. We've seen rates on the rise pulling back a little bit, as you and I discussed. Uh, It is a little down today, but again, is that a 52-week low for State Street. Tell me about why you like this one.
1: So investors have thrown all the banks out this year because although they saw interest rates move up, interest rates at the short end moved up to kind of flatten that yield curve. And so people got very disappointed with the, the the what that meant for net interest margin. Plus, of course, some of the largest banks have reported kind of mixed results here. So they've tossed all the banks, but there's several of them where it really aren't banks, they're more asset custodian. State Street is one of them, with close to 50 trillion of assets under supervision and under management, but people tossed the, the, the company aside. It was around 102. Now it's below 70. The company should earn close to seven dollars and fifty cents this year. Maybe over nine dollars next year. You've got it's trading now below book value, and because just a small portion of the bank is exposed to lending, I don't think it should be tarred with the same concerns that uh, a lot of investors have for the traditional banks. That that uh, the uh, custodian fees are far steadier. Um, and, and far less susceptible to changes in that net interest margin and perhaps credit quality concerns uh, if the, the growth does slow down here. So buy State Street as, a, as a, uh, uh, something that's been thrown out with the bathwater but it offers better value than the average bank, I believe.
0: Right, exactly, understood. David, I love when you're able to join us on the show. Thank you so much. David Dietz, PPAC Private Wealth Management. Thanks, David.
1: Thank you.